Everybody should have a safer but now. Kol mitzvah mitzvah, a kol pratu prat, a kol diktuk v'diktuk shaba, megalas yichuda yisbarach shemay. Rabbi Akamayish is saying that, unlike the way we normally look at mitzvahs, where there are certain mitzvahs that obviously are screaming with yichud hashem, so kriyshma is the most obvious mitzvah that. The whole mitzvah is a mitzvah of Yichud Hashem. So the whole mitzvah is Megale Amuna. The whole mitzvah is Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. When it comes to other mitzvahs, it's not as obvious. And then when it comes to the Protim, uh, and the digdukim and the halachas of of every mitzvah, even the digdukim of Krishna. So if you open up Shulchan Aruch and you start to learn the halachas of Krishna, it's a sugi and halacha, like any other sugi with its complications and with the different shitas. of how one fulfills the mitzvah of Krishna. If a person read it, uh, if a person said it not in the right say, they said it Baal Peh. If a person, if a person um, doesn't know what parak he's in, or can you speak Ben HaProkim, and so on. There are many halachas in Hilchus Kriyishma. It's a sugi in, 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 in Torah. So even there, one can't see how in all of those details, there's Yichud Hashem. What's obvious is that the general mitzvah of Kriyashma is, is, is Liyached Shem Hashem. It's Yichud Hashem. It's the mitzvah of Kriyashma. But to understand, or to believe, that every single diktuk in Hilchus Kriyashma, every single prat of the mitzvah, is Megala Yichud Hashem? A regular person doesn't see that. One of the difficulties that we have with mitzvahs is that if we would feel, if it would be clear to us in every mitzvah that we do, and in every diktuk of every mitzvah, it's Yichud Hashem, and we would feel more and more emuna surging into us as a result of that particular halacha, well, there's a machlokis between the Rambam and the Rav, and we pass like the Rambam, not like the Rav. So then, our mitzvahs will be different mitzvahs. The truth is, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, what he's saying here is, of course, all based on the Zohar Kaddish. A kol mitzvah, mitzvah, kol pratu pratva, kol diktuk v'diktuk shabah, every single detail of every mitzvah, and all of the halachas from Perak Lamedal, is Megala is Yehuda Yisbarach Shema? In truth, is Megala Yehuda Hashem? 
Not any less than the general mitzvah of emuna and yichud Hashem. So a person is learning the halachas of Egla Rufa. Are you learning the halachas of Kilai? Of Shatnas Kilai? And there are thousands of Dikdukim and Midas and halachas and so on and Shiurim and Every single diktuk, every single prat, be'emes is miyached, is is megala rather yichud Hashem. There's many of the svarim that are being written now in pnimius are to help us with this, to see how every prat of the halacha, how the dinim themselves, are megala yichud Hashem. Look at the halachas in such a sefer. And then we would understand that the same way that you can't be a Jew without believing in Yichud Hashem and Hashem, in Hashem Echad, so too it would be clear to us that we can't live, Mamash, we can't be Jews without that particular detail of the halacha in Hilchashab. We would see how that prat is absolutely essential, not only in understanding the halachas of Muktza, but in being a Jew. Which to us now, only big, pe- big, big people, otherwise regular people, don't see this. We have a moon in Yichud Hashem, and we just know that God wants us to do this stuff. So, okay, you know, I don't know why you want me to do this stuff. What, what big difference does it make if I, if, if I do this and I don't do that, or I don't do that and I do this? And, all of these dikdukim and halacha, how it comes out. But I know that is I understand that in the big general way, that this mitzvah is, is your will, and I want to do your will. And, and that's why I, I, I'm doing it according to all the specifications. If not, I don't know why it has to be like this and can't be like that. Like if a person learns halachas uh, of stam, of writing a sefer Torah, film I don't understand why is it that if I'm off a little bit that it's like the Chazal say that I'm destroying worlds and who knows what. I, I, I don't see that. Okay, you tell me. I, I, I guess i got to be careful. I don't i got to be careful. But I don't see that. I don't live with that reality of how this letter has that exact shape. And, and if I tamper with it in the slightest bit, or if there's this kind of a crack, or this kind of a color, or this kind of ink. That it changes everything and that it's not Yichud Hashem. I mean, if I take a magic marker and I, and I fill in a tiny, tiny, almost imperceptible little crack in a letter, and I just take out a black marker and I, and I fill it in with the wrong ink and, and not L'Shem Kedusha Sefer Torah, who's going to know? And it's the same letter. No one, no one could see that there's a difference. So I don't understand why is it that I don't see why is it that it makes a difference and how is it that the difference between filling this in with magic marker and filling it in in a proper way according to Allah, how that is something, how that's Yichud Hashem. What does that have to do with, with God's being and what does that have to do with, with my being Miyahed, being Megala, Hashem, or Kenam Hashem, 
But the truth is, Kashem she evshali yisob, b'loyim munas yichudu kach e evshali yisob, b'chisoyin shum prad meizim mitzvah she. The same way that you can't be, a, you really can't be a Jew, you can't live without, without yichud Hashem, we also, we can't live with the, with the chisoyin of any detail, of any prad, in any mitzvah. And the same way that it's the nature of every Jew to get killed, rather than violate one of the three of Eris, so ideally, and when things will be the way they should be, we would all feel that way. On any detail of any mitzvah. I mean, the tiniest little detail of any mitzvah. We would feel the urgency and the significance and the importance of your to die, al kiddush Hashem, not to be, not to be somehow in violation of this. Like tzaddikim, okay, this 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 is an issue in halacha as well, and in shulchan aruch in yerdeya. When you have a person who's who's a chassid, a person who's very very medactic in mitzvahs, even though it's not gilarai shirich zomar vadzigla it's not one of the big three. The question of can he be moisa nefesh on something else that on a diktik in a mitzvah? The satan rebbe refused to cut his beard. In the in the Holocaust, and it was very, it was very clear that if he would be caught with his beard, he'd be killed. Where is it say such a thing that a Jew should that a Jew should and having a beard? Such there's no in like that in halacha. Yehar and a beard. But but he he was careful to keep to keep the his the yukna kadisha his holy image his face intact and not to touch. A, not to t- touch his beard. Ad kidei mesirus nefesh, ad kidei yahari v'yavah. There are stories what happened. His gabbai told that that uh, it was more than once that the Germans came into a, a place and he was the Rebbe was standing there, and he and he closed his eyes and he was miachat shem hashem. That the Germans were looking all over for him and they didn't see him. And he was standing in front of their eyes. For the tzaddik, every hair on the beard is yichud hashem. Is and to cut off that, it's avadazar gilarai shechizda. And that's the natural teva, the teva of a Jew, the amis in Panemius, is to be, is to be prepared to give up one's life. I'll call Prat and I'll call Diktuk of every mitzvah. That's not the requirement. We're in Golis now. That's not the requirement. Big Tzaddikim, big Chassidim, like the, like the, that, that, that live in that reality, they're prepared to die. Al Kiddush Hashem. But for another person to do such a thing would not only be reckless, it would be against Allah. To be Maisen Efesh on a beard, or to be Maisen Efesh on Kashus. There were Jews who I met that went through the Holocaust and they never put into their mouth something that wasn't kosher. How they survived, what happened, each one, they have stories. It's with mysterious nefesh. 
they're connected to the Yichud Hashem that's in the, in every mitzvah, and and they feel that they can't bring themselves, not psychologically, but in Ruchnis they can't bring themselves to to be over on that prat on that on that din. That's not a requirement, but that's that's ideally that's that's what a Jew feels. However, our matzah that we're in right now, that the light of creation of Bracious was hidden, and only certain great tzaddikim are able to have a glimpse of that light, of, of what's going to be at the end, what was at the beginning, and what's going to be at the end. This Soed HaYichud, the mystery of Yichud Hashem, that's really in, in every single mitzvah, and in every diktuk of every mitzvah, is hidden. The mitzvah of Munas HaYichud, and not to be over the Zor and so on. The mitzvah of Munasayichud, there it's clear. But in other mitzvahs, it's not clear. We don't see this. We don't see the Orhagonus. We don't see that hidden light of Yichud Hashem that's in every single thing. We don't see that. And because we don't see that, the average person, the average Oyvad Hashem does not see that Yichud Hashem in every mitzvah. Therefore, the Torah, the Torah only requires us to Mikadish Hashem and to dial Kiddush Hashem only when it comes to Amunis Yichud, which is somehow contained in those three Averis. However, without going into it right now, there Yichud Hashem is clear. Again, I'm not going to the Pratim of those mitzvahs, but there Yichud Hashem is clear. But as far as every other Prat of Yiddishkeit and every other mitzvah, there's, we don't see Yichud Hashem. Let's just, let's just finish the paragraph. Ulam However, in the future, the world will ascend to such a madrega. That all of us will be able to recognize the yichud ha'elyon, the highest yichud Hashem, b'chol prat uprat, in every single detail of any mitzvah, of every single mitzvah. And then we'll see clearly that every Avera, even an Avera that seems to be an Avera Kala, not a, not a serious or significant Avera, but it appears to us to be an Avera Kala. I feel I'll diktuk echot even a diktuk medivre soifrim and a drabana. In truth, he has kaimamos ala yichud that to violate even a small diktuk in a din which is drabonon is a rebellion against Yichud Ha'elyon. Is in opposition to Yichud Ha'elyon. Then we'll see that. Then it will be clear. 
the gilui zeh, this gilui that we're going to experience when Mashiach comes, the emes is gilui or hagonos that tzaddikim. This is now the gilui or that tzaddikim are able to experience this revelation of light. That tzaddikim are able to experience. Like the sun being taken out of its covering, to be able to see the light of Yichud Hashem, al kol that's shining on every mitzvah and every detail of every mitzvah. All the tiniest little details in halacha of that mitzvah. Umimela. And once that light is seen, once that's clear, there won't be any difficulty or heaviness in our keeping mitzvahs, the way we feel now. That a person is tired and it's sukkahs and he hasn't really slept, and, he, and then he hears that uh, he hears it's supposed to be pouring rain, you know, it's the fourth night or something. Of Sukkot, and it's going to be pouring rain. That relief that he feels when he hears the, the news is, and it's even better when you start to hear the tip, 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 tip on the on the schach. Yeah. Go back into bed in a normal room and to sleep. But Sadiqim didn't didn't uh, didn't handle things like that. For Tzadik, it was like a tragedy to have to go in from the Sukkot. He didn't feel the kvedas of sitting in the sukkah, which is not kvedas, but kvedas. He didn't feel that difficulty of sitting in the sukkah. Allah has come when it comes to when it comes to Yom Kippur. Somebody said, after Yom Kippur, somebody we were walking, and someone said, "At least I know that I don't have till next Yom Kippur to worry about it." And he's just saying what, that, what, what many people feel. I don't have to worry about Yom Kippur. No Mosil Hashem, no Mosil Azozo, no Marakoyin, no Machuva, no Nisanatoykev, and all that stuff. No more. It's just regular life. For the Tzaddik to walk away from Yom Kippur is, is the hardest thing. So, Mitzvah Hashem, when the Ur HaGonos, the Tzaddikim, will be, will be fully revealed to all of us, because then the Madrig of Amach Kulam Tzaddikim will be, will be experienced. So, Mimelo, there won't be any Koshi or Mitzvah. There won't be any difficulty or any heaviness in doing a Mitzvah. It won't be heavy to do a Mitzvah. Kamoi Shabbat Kiddush Hashem Kal Echad Mi Yisrael Muchan Hulidale Ka'ayol the Kabbalah of Omachus, Omachus, never should be a Hava Beratzen. The way we see, even with Jews who are not religious, the when it comes to the big three, with there in the midst of Yichud Hashem, we see that Jews do not feel a heaviness or a difficulty, even to give up their lives to die Kiddush Hashem. To be Makabal Omachus Shemayim with Mesirus Nefesh, the Gemamish to give up one's life, because by Yichud Hashem. When, when a person understands, and when it's clear to the person that by me, that by me getting baptized, by me bowing down to Avodah Zarah, 
that I'm I'm being mevatel my kesher with Hashem Echad. I'm undermining that relationship of Hashem Echad in my life. So therefore, even a simple Jew who's not religious can't bring himself to do something like that. And as the Tani talks about in Yuches and Yutes, that koach of chachma, of koach matibimavata, one's very existence, that comes from the essence of a Jew, not to be separated from God even for a moment. So when it comes to Avadazar, a person understands that. Because there the Or Hayichud is shining brightly. It's very clear. When it comes to an Indian in Muksa, in Boyer, or whether you move your thing a little bit too close to the fire on the Blach, no, no regular person feels the Or Hayichud and any Indian of being, of being uh, Yehari Gvalyav. Halacha doesn't require it, and we don't feel it. But the time will come. The Kamoisha begins to Hashem Kalachim Yisrael Muchan Ladalik Ayol Kabel of Amachus of Mitzvahs Nevesh Behavi Rotsin. Then when it comes to the three mitzvahs of Kiddush Hashem, when it comes to Yichad Hashem and Kiddush Hashem, so a person is mamish. He's able to accept upon himself Yahavu Berotsin. Akedekach. There's a Kabbalah from Kadmonim that when a person is killed on Kiddush Hashem, he doesn't feel any pain. There's a Kabbalah like that from Kadmonim. Doesn't feel any pain. Because he's so completely, completely taken up by the Or HaYichud of the Tanug of that of that Yichud with Hashem that he's that he's completely oblivious to everything else, even even pain, completely oblivious. Kain Yedale Kol Echad MiYisrael Achrei Kol Mitzvah Mitzvah LeKaim Reisav BeMilui HaRotzon BeMisivus Nefesh Mamish. So it will be, the time will come, where each and every single Jew will be able to jump, to run, over, to, to climb over any obstacle that's in the way, by every mitzvah. Even to be willing to give up one's life. The way that Rabbi Kiva said, Kol mitzdar, my whole life, I'm mitzdar, because I'm waiting for the opportunity of a Havzashah, to give my life because of a Havzashah. That's what it's going to feel like for people like us when it comes to any, every single mitzvah of the Torah and every diktuk of every mitzvah of the Torah. That's how we're going to feel. Because then we will feel with every single mitzvah and every prat of every mitzvah we'll feel yichud kedushas Hashem How if I'm going to if I'm going to move this thing that's mukzah somehow I am becoming unhinged from Hashem Echad. I'm I'm tearing one little, whatever it is, one little string that's connecting me to Hashem Echa. We don't feel that. We don't see that now. We, we believe that. We, we try to live our lives the right way, to be medakdik in every halacha. 
But we certainly don't see this. It's hard for us to imagine such a thing. When it comes to the, the when it comes to, to have a rotsen for a mitzvah, a person can understand when it comes to eating his favorite food or to filling some other taiva. And and if he has to give up that he was he was going to have uh, he was going to be able to give in to that taiva and he, and then and he gives up that taiva. How hard it is. Because he feels such a natural need for that taiva. He feels such a natural need for the taiva. Mitzvahs feel unnatural. Rebchaim Veloz in his parish and Pekyov says an interesting thing. And the Mishnah says that a person should be barach min should run away from Averis and should be rots acha mitzvahs. Right? A person should run away from Averis and should chase after mitzvahs. That means that that means what Chaim Velazhen says. That means that Averis are chasing after you and Mitzvahs are running away from you. That's what it means. You could say any kind of pshat you like in the Mishnah, but the simple pshat is like that. It means Beirach and Averis are chasing a person if they run away from the Averis. And and to be rots acha Mitzvah, that means that the Mitzvahs, the Averis are chasing the person, running after him, and the Mitzvahs are running away from the person. You have to you have to chase the Mitzvah. You have to you have to go after the Mitzvah. To run away from that veil. That, that's how it is in this world. In this world, the feeling that one has is that Averis are running after us. That we, we're, being, we're being pursued by Averis. And they tempt us and pull us and drag us and want. The Averis are chasing us. When it comes to mitzvah, you have to be rot acha mitzvah, that we feel that the mitzvahs are, are slipping away, are running away. And if we don't if we don't run after the mitzvah, we're not going to end up doing the mitzvah. That's how it feels before Mashiach comes. When Mashiach comes, it's not going to be like that. We won't have to be We won't feel that Averis are chasing us. Nobody here feels that Avodah is chasing him. Feel like when you when you walk on the street and you piss, and if it is all you feel like somebody somebody's pulling at you, you, you turn back. You see maybe maybe you should stop into the church or something. Has or something. feel such a thing. You don't have to run away from Avodah Why don't you have to run away from Avodah The terror is because the eight Sahara of Avodah was already eliminated, so you don't have to run away from it. But if there's a nice girl that's that's passing by the church at the same time as you are. Then that you gonna have to run away from. Because that Yetzirah wasn't taken away. So you have to run away, you're Bayrech. Because you have a natural inclination to, to have to have this Yetzirah, to give in, to indulge in this Yetzirah. So Lailam in this world, you have to be Bayrech min You have to be Bayrech min There was somebody there was uh, years ago. There was a woman who told me that that they lived. They were living in a certain street in Yushalayim, Her and her, her husband, and um, and the, and she's walking on the street, and there's some guy, some Yushalmi guy, that starts screaming at screaming at her and yelling at her to stop tormenting him. 
she's just going to the Makola. You know. And she's very tenor, very properly dressed. This guy starts to scream at the lady. Stop tormenting me. He was hoping for a woman-free street and world uh, because he's tormented by this innocent lady. Ch this, he sees that she's chasing him down. She's just walking off into the, into the sunset to get some eggs and milk. But this guy, this guy feels like she's running after him on the street and she's going to catch him. He's screaming, you're tormented. Why are you torturing me? And she ran away. She started running the other way. She ran. She talked to run away. This guy's nuts. But he's not so crazy. He's. Cra I mean, it's crazy to live to talk like that. But he's not. You know, he he would. He looked up and he saw this attractive lady, and he felt that this he want he doesn't want to go away from his madrega and kedusha whatever it is, and he felt that she's that she's chasing him. That's how you. That's how we experience this world. It never happened to you. You're sitting in a shiur and you feel that sleep is chasing you. But that doesn't happen like in the middle of a layup or something, right? You ever see a guy in your life that's that's like dribbling down court and he's on his way and he's he got past the defense and he's going for a layup and all of a sudden he a, a dribble like you say he says just that was the worst thing in my life. I never saw someone that didn't finish a lap. You might have missed it, but I never saw someone that they, they fell asleep on the way. Never saw a guy fall asleep on his way to... That's not, that's not even an Aveyor. It's time to play. But, and then Ach has come and come. You ever see somebody fall asleep on his way to do an Aveyor? I never saw such a thing. On the way to an Aveyor to fall asleep? No. 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 Sleep chases you on the way to a mitzvah, not on the way to an Aveyor. Doesn't happen. That's the nature of this world. If it to be a yid, you really have to be an Ayyad Hashem to be Bayrach min You have to run away from Averas. What about mitzvahs? Mitzvahs also, does a person naturally run after a mitzvah? It's a madrag of tzaddikim to run after mitzvahs. To run, I, I've seen people like that. To run after mitzvahs. But the pshat is it's running away from you. not chasing you down. The Aveyor is chasing you down and the mitzvah is running away. You have to run after the mitzvah to get the mitzvah. This is, this is how we experience this is how we experience mitzvahs in Golis. When mitzvah Shem, when Mashiach comes, this could be just the opposite. We'll feel that, that we'll feel mitzvahs are, we'll feel surrounded by mitzvahs, and mitzvahs are, are, are running after us, and that Averis are running away from us. That Averis are running away. They don't want to, that the Malcham Arvis, the Averis are running away. That we can't even be masters, such a thing, but we don't know what that means. But Sadiqim, even in this world, they have a, a shaykhist to such a madrig, the chavivas of a mitzvah. Havivas of a mitzvah, the love of a mitzvah, and the disgust with the Yetzirah, the disgust with Ra, that a tzaddik feels, the ugliness of Ra. That's not the natural 
way a person feels in this world, but it will be revealed to, to be the true nature of a Jew when Mashiach comes. Because the Bamis, that's true. Lefish Mesirus Sanefesh, I'll call Mitzvah, Mitzvah Tianech Shevaz, Ayichud Pushas Hashemaz. Because every Mitzvah is Yichud Hashem, and every Avera is disrupting Yichud Hashem, is covering Yichud Hashem, is, is pulling Yichud Hashem away. Every single Avera is, is an assault on Yichud Hashem. And every single mitzvah is Yichud Hashem. And every single prat of every mitzvah is Yichud Hashem. And every, every prat of every Aveir is a bit of Yichud Hashem. And therefore the nature of a Jew is to run away from that. And if we're not running away from it, it's because we're not in our natural habitat. Not just there to self, but we're not in our natural selves. We're in an unnatural state. And because of the unnatural state that we're in, we feel mitzvahs running away and Avera is chasing us. And mitzvahs are running away from us. That's really what Chaim Velozhna says over there in Pekiyobos. That's what he says. Bereich men rats acha Somebody running all over the place. What did you want to say before? Personality? When we say every, every mitzvah has teaches like Yichud Hashem, does it mean that every mitzvah is Yichud Hashem? That mm-hmm. every single prat of every single mitzvah is is a, is a remarkable, singular, unique connection. Tashem Echad, Takash Baruch. We don't see we don't see that in, in a specific, particular way. And we don't even see with most mitzvahs how that has anything to do with my... How does that have to do with my relationship with Kodesh Baruch? What does that have to do with my relationship with Kodesh Baruch? Did I take off trumas and maizas from my fruit? What's the Yichud Hashem in that? But before we do any mitzvah, we say, we say, L'shem Yichud Kuchibichu Shchintay. L'shem Yichud Kuchibichu Shchintay. What's so spiritual about Sviya Saimah? Said, the more you learn the, the panemius of what the mitzvah is, and you have, like in, in the Kisvi Ari, you have the Shah mitzvahs, and you learn in the Shlach Kaddish and the Kaddish, you learn the mitzvahs, so then you see the Yichud Hashem in each of the mitzvahs. Lamashal. The time will come, Yitzhak, for each and every one of you to get married to the right person at the right time. And one of the hardest things for a bacher, an erlich bacher, I'm not talking about a bacher that's spent his uh, his uh, early years doing things he shouldn't have been doing, but an erlich, you're of a bacher. The hardest thing is he goes to chasen class, and the and the guy is telling him like the halachas. Besides the halachas, it's getting close to chasen. He tells him how to do the mitzvah, and the mitzvah of yichud with his wife, right? How to, how to be makayim the mitzvah to be able to have children. So for the yeshiva bacher, for the yirei shamayim of yeshiva bacher, that's the hardest thing. For the rest of the world, that's all I mean. That's all, that's all I've been talking about, thinking about, and practicing my whole life. But for the yeshiva bacher, until now, all he ever heard was that's the biggest avayim, and all he's ever done is. Scream like the guy that, that you're showing me, you're tormenting me. Get away from me. 
Now all of a sudden, the teacher's telling him how to be mahan his wife and how to this should be closer with his wife and how his whole life should be tied in with the, with the woman. So the Bach asks, that's beferish against what I was taught my whole life. So who's right? You or my, or my uh, 11th grade rabbi? One of you is lying. Someone's lying. My 11th grade rabbi said, Loilam, I should be boirech, Miza. Loilam have to run away from that. That's my 11th grade rabbi. He's a very, very big tamachachim. And he told me to run away from that. Now, you're some, you're some chasen teacher, and you tell me I've got to run after that? So it must be your lie. Or you're not Maritz. Because my 11th grade rabbi is a big tamachachim. He said, I, have to, I can't do that. You'll tell me to do that. So the, this guy slaps him across the face and says, you know, you're kind of idiot are you. That's when you're, that's when you're a bacher. But now we're talking about your wife. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, either, it's either this the halacha or that's the halacha. You don't think people suffer from this? The people suffer a lot from this. Like, you know, shifting gears. Of course, that mitzvah, which is referred to by the Chazal and the tour, it's brought down in the Halach, is mitzvah gedolah. It's a huge mitzvah, the mitzvah of having children. It's the highest yichud. It goes to the highest place, it comes from the highest place, not seatless, and the Shama, you're bringing down the Shama. You're bringing down another Jew that could spend his whole life saying Kriyashma. But you were taught until now that this is the opposite of yichud, it's the ugliest thing in the world. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. To do such a thing is disgusting. And now you're told that it's yichud, and you make l'shem yichud, and you say, hold tefillah. Of course, the mitzvah is a mitzvah of yichud Hashem. The mitzvah of Puravu is a mitzvah of yichud Hashem. Before Mashiach comes, only very, very great people can 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 be in that place. That place of Yichud Hashem. But that is Yichud Hashem. But, but that's not how a regular person experiences because that's not the way that the world is. We don't see that and that's not how we were taught and, and that's not what it seems like. It seems like it's something which is not, not Yichud Hashem. But of course it is Yichud Hashem. Not only is it Yichud Hashem, but that mitzvah is the highest Madreg of Yichadasha. Mitzvah Mitzvah Rabbah. It's the highest Madreg of Yichadasha. Which to us seems to be, and that, and that would mean that every single prat of that mitzvah is Yichadasha. Can't even talk about such a thing. The ears start to get red. And it's embarrassing. It's Yichadasha. Every single prat of that mitzvah is Yichadasha. And if it's not your wife, every single prat. Is Gilaraya's mamish. So what, what the tzaddik is saying is that when Mashiach comes, the Yichud Hashem in every single mitzvah and in every detail of every mitzvah will be so clear that without even thinking, we would give up our life for any mitzvah and not to do any 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 aver. Which now we don't feel that way. Now we feel that averus are like. Uh, He's natural and comfortable. It's much easier to stay in bed than to go to dab. Not that it's not very to stay in bed, but I mean, it's much easier to just sleep instead of getting up. 
So until Mashiach comes, we fall asleep during Shiurim, and we don't during a Shir, and we don't fall asleep. Would there ever be such a thing that a person is looking at something, God forbid, on his phone that's disgusting? And, he's, and he falls asleep? The second, you, the second after you finish the Suda, you, after you bench Friday night, you take out, you take out the Chumash, you open up the Chumash. Ah. There's some people as visa magdemon that they fall asleep during the meal. <laughs> you see that on your father or grandfather. Guys don't usually do that, but they fall asleep during the meal. This guy's facing the soup. You got to call it solid. Doesn't happen when he's watching the elections and Hillary and, and Donald Trump. Oh, he's got he's switching channels. Of this world, that that the mitzvah feels like it's far away, and I have to go somehow make an effort to get it, and the avera, the avera is 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 chasing me down. I feel I don't feel tired. I don't feel like it's a challenge. So that's why sometimes, like like almost not sometimes, almost every slichas, I, I give a shtach to the island. Because before slichas, I speak to the island. So what time is it? So we don't we say we say slichas at whatever slichas starts like at, at one, right? So I'm speaking between twelve and one. So there's always island that starts to fall asleep. It's twelve thirty in the morning, right? So I always say to the, I always say to the chaver, what other matzah shabbos do you have a difficulty being up at twelve thirty? Like when's twelve thirty late? On Matzah Shabbos. One Matzah Shabbos of the year. Slichas. Every other Matzah Shabbos of the year, 1230, hey, hey, hey! We're just getting started. This is, the, the night is young. Every other Matzah Shabbos of the year. One Matzah Shabbos. And remember, it's Matzah Shabbos. That means that every single Jew there had a nap. Maybe not the women. And by the way, they're not falling asleep, the women. Because they were up with the kids, whatever they did but every single guy had a nap. And there's this thing. <laughs> okay, so if the rabbi would be more exciting, they would stay awake. Terry says, love Davka. Love Davka, love Davka. It's 12.30, it's a Muslim Shabbos, come on. I should feel bad keeping these people awake. We have sleepers tonight. We're asking Hashem for forgiveness. It's the beginning. Of, it's the beginning of the seder of the avodah of Rosh Hashanah. You could sit up playing poker at twelve thirty. No one's apologizing. I'm so sorry for keeping you up. I'm so sorry. Hope you're okay. Hope you're okay. Everybody okay? It's twelve thirty. Matzah Shabbos. Not in poker. Keep on dealing. Everybody's up. But when it comes to when it comes to slichas, where our lives depend on slichas, we don't see that. So you can't keep your eyes open. It's so hard to keep your eyes open. It's t- I'm tired. It's the teva of this world, and it's and 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 we think that it's our teva. But the emes is the pinimis is not the teva of a Jew. The teva of a Jew is that slichus is the most exciting Matzah Shabbos of the year. Now imagine saying that, going around saying, 
We're getting ready for the most exciting Moses Shabbos. We have a great program. You're not going to believe what we have for this Moses Shabbos. Saturday night, live. This is going to be the most exciting Saturday night of your life. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? L'cha Hashem HaStalker, one of Baisha's That's, I thought we were going to the city. Yeah, Slichus in the city. That's your idea of an exciting Saturday night? That's Saturday Night Live? It's I can, say, I can talk about this because you're, you're, you're people that learn Torah and you have your Shemai. But if I would discuss this in other circles, even with people who are Yamaka, this is Mamish like a foreign language that I'm saying. You all get it 100%. Not everybody that wears a yarmulke gets this. There's a guy from the shul that, that's sending a letter to... I mentioned this in the Chabur, the Masil Shom Chabur the other day. That there's a fellow from the shul that's writing a letter to the, the Jewish newspaper in the five towns. There are a couple of Jewish newspapers in the five towns. He's writing a letter without his name about how he's just a bottle bus in the five towns and, and, and lately because of where he works, whatever he works, he has to daven sometimes and... And he said he, was, he, said he, was, he came to talking about it. He said he was on a Sunday morning. He went into one of the local schools on a Sunday morning, and the whole shachus was 22 minutes. 7 o'clock Sunday morning. That was the 7 o'clock minion. But maybe you want to say the 9 o'clock minion, they're already like jokers, you know? But 7 o'clock minion, 22 minutes. Most of the people that come to the 7 o'clock minion Sunday are like retired people. What do you got to do at? What are you doing on Sunday morning at at seven o'clock? What do you? What are you so busy that it's hard for you to spend more? Uh, that if you had another, it would be another ten minutes. The davening would be a normal davening. No, normal, even that, it would be something of a davening. Not what that. But that's not twenty-two minutes. You can't daven. It's, 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 you have to think about it. Yeah. And that's that's seen as night as something to to aspire to. Because right now there are other minyan they're trying to get it down from twenty to eighteen. Because those are already chametz minyan, not matzah. Because <laughs> it's already twenty minute minyan, it's already chametz. And the answer is, if you want a long davening, go to yeshiva davening yeshiva. You hacking me with this? One one hashanah rabba. I didn't know what was going on in this. It was in that minyan. I was in the matzah mini place. I think it was because there's there's one Farakway that's very 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 fast. It's known to do it. So I was there Hashanah Rabbah because it was a mistake. I just made a mistake, and I had to I had to pick up my father somewhere afterwards. And I davened in this and I'm and they're going around Hashanah. And there was an old there was an old rav there. He's not alive anymore. There was an old rav there at the time, and the people that are, and he's trying to go through the Hashanahs, you know. And the guys that are behind them are like getting very upset because the old rabbi, the old rabbi, he's a very fine Tom Chacham, he was walking slow, it's hard for him. And they're like starting to push him. They're like moving behind him. And he's, and he's, trying, to, he's trying to keep up. And then the guys are taking their lulavim and they're tickling guys in front of them with the lulav. Uh, to go move, 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 move the rabbi, move the rabbi, move the rabbi, move. I mean, a guy bought a lulav, he bought Arbaminim, and he's coming to Shana Rabbi. To shul, and he's pushing the he's pushing a ninety year old man with a lulu or something. 
if anybody would tell this to you, it would be a comedy. It would be like from something you couldn't think of to write such a thing for a show. But there could be such a thing. And they all see themselves as being Orthodox Jews. They send their kids to yeshiva. And they're not, it's not open Orthodoxy. They make fun of open Orthodoxy. They're, they're Orthodox. Authentic Orthodox. And Bamis, of course, inside, they, they, they want to do the right thing. And so how did such a thing because because Hashanah Rabbah is metakvedis, it feels heavy. Because a two-hour davening feels like it's a burden. It's heavy. To walk around a, a little shtibel takes thirty seconds. The old rabbi is saying a little bit. He's giving a crash. He says Hashanah a little bit too much. You got to already push the old man. It's taking too long. What do you have to do, Hashanah Rabbah? You already have to make stuffed cabbage or something. What are you doing? The second you're going to get home, you're going to try to avoid helping your wife with anything anyway. So what do you, got, what do you have to do? That you don't have time to go around a couple of times with the, with the Hashanahs. What do you have to do? Where are you, where are you running? 7 o'clock Sunday morning, 22-minute hour. It would be interesting to make a study and to follow these men, where they go after the 22 minutes. They're up. And remember, remember, most of the guys came late for davening and left before 22 minutes. That's the interesting thing to throw in. The thousand film already off before Elena. And it's put on after Brochus. That means 18 or less of actual davening time. And also a conversation. Because it's, because we're not who we are. Who we really are. And therefore, the davening, every word is like torture. Every word is torture. But to schmooze with a person, a friend, every word is gishmak. But Yaakov Maish is talking about how all of that it's going to be completely the opposite. Mamish the opposite. It's going to be hard for us to tear ourselves away from speaking to Hashem. Not that his body of this is hard. It's going to be hard not to talk to Hashem. Like the tzaddikim, that even when they're talking to their wives and children, they're talking to Kadesh Baruch too. Because they can't give up the conversation. Avram Avinu can't tear himself away from Hashem as well. That's how it is. That's how it will be. We should be to see.